Hello, welcome back. I am Charles Musgrove, your host of the Answers That Count podcast, and thank you for joining us again. Do me a favor, because we're going to have a great show today. We're going to talk about money, investment, and how women invest, and how Bayview Private Wealth has catered their business to help the women investors. So stay tuned. Please make sure that you hit the subscribe button, hit the like button so that it can be shared so that more people will see that. So welcome back to the show, Mark Dutram. Thank you so much for joining us. I love it. No, thanks for having me back. Yeah. I had a chance to do the uh, podcast answers that don't count, but I said no. I All right, good. The answers, the, the answers count here. So we, we're going to talk about something in your practice. So before we get started in that, I, I want to give you the opportunity just to describe how your practice is set up and where you're located and what you cater to as far as your clientele. I love it. Uh, you know, about two years ago, I've been in this business for about 30 years. We decided to uh, build kind of a boutique. You know, at one point, Charles, we had over 400 clients. and we said, That's a lot. Yeah, there's no way you can have deep relationships with 400 people. So we shrunk it down. We said we'll work with no more than 100 families. Uh, well, they ended up being kind of throughout the United States, but we, we thought it was going to be in the panhandle of Florida. Um, but we kept it small. So now we could have, uh, again, meaningful uh, decision-making help on everything from estate planning to taxes to investments to uh, just kind of walking along them with life. I mean, I think of all the different things and why, why people call us, you know, for financing. Should I buy this? Should I sell that? And uh, we just love to be part, what we call part of the family. Yeah. And it's, it's you know, you described that so well that that the financial manager, the financial advisor is such a key component in in that just how the how that family plans for the future, how what they spend their money on, how they invest, and it really provides if they have a good advisor that allows them to be really it provides a peace of mind and and allows the family to be feel like they're set for for what happens in the future and not fret over the market ups and downs because believe me, there's a lot of news out there all the time and most of the news is bad. We're always worried about that what's going to happen. The, yeah. yeah, what's going to happen in the stock market where most people have their investments? Are they invested in the right place? Are they invested in the wrong place? So, if if they're doing self investment, then that probably causes a lot more worry and concern. And your your practice is set up that really is, uh, like you said, a boutique practice, and it really allows your team to work closely with clients and not try to have. Quantity doesn't isn't important as important as quality. So you provide that quality service. So I applaud you for that, and that's really that's really needed in the marketplace. Well, kind of like your company, you you talk about this uh, personal CFO. That's right. what we kind of see ourselves right. as this uh, as a personal CFO. And again, we want to know everything. It's more than just the numbers. You know, we want to know their family, their hopes, their dreams, their concerns. We know their pets. We know their favorite drinks. We know right. their favorite restaurants. Yeah, we try to be you know, everything that we can for them. Yeah, John, John, that is for something else there. So take that off. Um, so let's, you know, we talked about how you're, you have different buckets of niches in your practice group. So one of those that we've talked about, and, and we want to really highlight today is women. So women, that's a, that's a totally different niche market, uh, how you cater the services that you provide to make sure that they're provided the best service that they can because they are they do make decisions differently than than males do and a lot of times they come the male and female come together as a couple to do the planning so just walk through that and I know you've got a personal 
story to share on that too. Why, why the focus on women as a special category in your practice? I love that. I mean, you just talked about even emotional, right? How not a great way to invest, especially with our emotions, because right. we tend to buy high, sell low, and we're driven by that. And we know that it, it steals returns. And so just in doing this for 30 years, uh, you know, typically we would have clients sitting in front of us and we might see mom disengage from the conversation, right? And uh, not from a capacity issue. Obviously, right. uh, women are smarter than we are, I think. And, and uh, my wife is from, from me. Anyway, oh, so yeah. I, know. I always tell people that my wife is the smartest of the two of us. So, uh, but, it, but it's interesting, you know, even in that dynamic, as you're describing, the, the women a lot of times take a back seat and the, and the, the males, the husbands, do the, make the investment decision. They engage with a financial planner to make those decisions. Not that they're excluding the, the wife, but that's just kind of, I think, how it's happened traditionally. Yeah, I mean, so it, it has to do with an interest, right? Uh, so women, again, emotional, uh, but they, they uh, don't necessarily like pie charts, right? They don't right. like all, a lot of these, uh, these kind of things. And then perceptions about the finance industry and historically it has been a a man dominated space right right and so uh yeah i mean just uh, observing over time and then really just started kind of digging into the statistics and looking at uh you know how women perceive the industry why they don't and then even uh you know the effects of uh them in the workforce and and their longevity and all of the different changes that are happening um and then, like you said, you know, personally, uh, you know, I, I unfortunately was a young man, uh, had have, uh, you know, four siblings. And so my mom and dad divorced when I was really young. Mm. And so my mom raised five children on her own, uh, you know, had two jobs in many circumstances. And so, I mean, That's it, an incredible it had challenge. A, oh, my gosh. I don't know how she did it. She's an incredibly matter of fact. Uh, you know, she's uh, almost 90 now. She'll wow. turn 90 coming up. Um, uh, just an incredible lady and great diligence. But I wish she would have had somebody, you know, to walk with her through the whole process of, uh, you know, managing money and, and uh, becoming independent. And, and yeah, it's just a whole world. So, yeah, we've dedicated some of our practice now towards uh, a niche of, of women. How do we service them in a, in a better capacity? How, we, how do we engage them? How do we educate them? And then also we'll talk about uh, this whole movement called Strong Her Money, which is... Uh, yeah, you know, let's we're, go, we're let's go to that, because the, the Strong Her Money, that is... Um, tell me a little bit about that, but that's a group that also is focused on money investing for women. So how did you become affiliated with that group? And I love what it. is that? Yeah. So uh, again, one of our partners out of Birmingham, uh, RFG um, Advisory, great group. Uh, and matter of fact, their president, Shannon Spotswood, uh, if you go to the website, but they said the same thing. Yeah, but that women are being underserved, either from an education standpoint, from an engagement standpoint, and then, you know, the necessity, right, of, of helping them because of their longevity. Uh, again, 80% of women will end up passing away alone because they outlive wow. us, right? Mark, I, don't, I, I want to <laughs> make sure that we, we hit that. That's such an astounding number that 80% of the women will outlive the, the, the man in the, in the relationship. And if you go back, who's, who's making those, who's most engaged in making those initial decisions and investments is typically the male part of that. But yet the, the female outlives the male 80% of the time. That's incredible. 80% of the time. Well, actually, kind of a funny thing <laughs> is that uh, if in a couple, if 
the woman passes away, the man lives shorter. <laughs> of course. They, in, in they a couple, need... <laughs> if the man passes away, the woman lives an average of 15 more years. They wow. live longer. Yeah. And the reason is we stress them out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And we rely on the women. And they take <laughs> yeah. care of us. They, yeah. they take care of us. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so they, they uh, through RFG Advisory, they have many different advisors all over the country, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so we decided to partner up with them and become an ambassador. Uh, to help bring information and engagement. And so we do, you know, client education events and things like that for women throughout the panhandle. Other advisors are doing it throughout the country. This website actually has a knowledge base where people can go and engage and answer questions or, or ask questions even. Um, but to try to break down these barriers. So, you know, I applaud RFG for uh, being a huge part of actually helping build the site. And I applaud all the advisors who be, have you know, become ambassadors of this movement to right. help women become more financially independent, more financially educated. Um, and again, it has nothing to do with capacity, as we right. always say, right? It's just a matter of them uh, either have delegated this service to like you, you, you know, right. the, the spouse. And then, um, you know, how do we, you know, create data or, or uh, create language that's still uh, interesting to them? Yeah. Right? And, do that. and my guess is that if you if you look traditionally at the language on how that financial information is communicated, it's probably in not to use a, a goofy word, but it's probably man languaged or or it has a lot of um, it is caters to the to the male side. Very much so. I mean, I even find myself doing that. You know, and I, I try to tell couples, hey, if I ever speak in a way that you feel like, hey, is 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 lingo too many? Uh, right. You know, even with uh, you know different industries, you have oh, a yeah. lot of uh, specific... in accounting, we can get into that. It's <laughs> yeah. like too much. Too you're geeking out too too exactly. much on the, on the exactly. accounting language. So so speak to me in terms of uh, simplicity that right. I can understand this. And as a matter of fact, we know that women typically won't invest in things they don't understand. Right. And so we know that women have a lot less even invested in markets and things like that. Um, so to try to speak in terms that and I, I like I said, I'm guilty of that even for guys, you know, you might just start talking about asset allocation and diversification and correlation, and all these right. kind of. And a lot of times terms. it's not that it's simpler. It's just it's different. It's not yeah. that you're speaking in a, a more simple language. It's it's just different. I mean, maybe I I relate to. Excel spreadsheets and somebody else relates to pie charts. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's a great, you know, my wife is that way. If I bring her a spreadsheet, she's going to, you know, she's going to disengage. Right. If I bring her a pie chart, though, she said, yeah, okay, yeah. I can kind of, I'll, I'll get it. So people learn differently. Don't yeah, they? my wife yeah. will do the computer coding and she'll, I can explain something, I would say like a picture, and she's technical enough to take it and turn it into a formula. So, you know, that's that that again is just different languages to different people. I love that. Yeah. You know, I, I think probably women advisors, we need more women advisors because, Absolutely. again, they're more more emotional, they're more engaging, they're uh, more sensitive. And uh, so I think they do a get better job because, again, the better we understand our clients and we know really what their hopes and dreams are, we get them to open up and we can communicate with them, the more successful Everybody will be right. right. You had some interesting statistics. It's not on a screenshot, but it's in in the computer on uh, the, the the language that's communicated and, and some other reasons that kind of point you in the direction. Of, okay, we need to have we need to really focus on delivering our service to to women. Yeah, I mean, New York Life uh, did a study, um, and I think this was two thousand eighteen 
but they they asked women and they and they kind of got perceptions right, right perceptions right. about advisors about the industry and um yeah roughly 40 percent of women felt like that financial advisors treated them differently 40 percent. Right? Mm. that's a huge number right yeah. and then we even see that in the office where sometimes uh you know if john and mary come in and mary's kind of disengaged uh you know you have an obligation then to try to get her engaged in that process because you know again she's making a lot of decisions will be affected by those decisions for a long period of time mm -hmm. um sadly a third of them felt patronized mm. by financial advisors right that they spoke down to them um and then uh, you know again uh, roughly a third of them felt like they were not included in the financial conversations right yeah. so you know john and mary come in and you know uh, they're engaged with john but right. not mary so yeah. there has to be a conscious effort to really break down some of those barriers yeah i think that's that is uh number that is very important to to acknowledge that that exists and what you've done in partnering with strong her money is to to really break down those barriers and make sure you address it and you acknowledge it and let's let's fix it let's let's fix how we're communicating how we're delivering that service to to the female um in that comes into our office so i think that's very good i mean and look at what's happening in the world today right i mean women are living longer right uh they're now uh in in more management positions i think there's roughly now 12 million companies that are owned by women right. in the us uh they control a lot of the net worth mm -hmm. in the world so uh so that's kind of scary then if they're living longer they're controlling more they have more management positions but yet they don't feel uh engaged in financial decision making and and investments and um and yeah they're like i said they they think about very different things than men you and i want returns right, right? right. we look a lot more about investments but they think more about legacy planning they think more about uh, you know, the, the what we call a sandwich generation. Mm -hmm. Is mom going to end up needing, you know, care? Am I going to need care? And uh, uh, my kids, do I want to leave them an inheritance if something happens right. to me? And so they're very thoughtful in their in their focus. I think it's a, it's a very needed component in that planning mix that it's not just what the what the male spouse wants, but get that mix and, and you get a better blend, a better result. Yeah, Mark. This is this show. This uh, chart that's up now, or this this page shows that fifty one percent of the stock market wealth is controlled by women. So, yep. Uh, you know, we may had an, we may have had another statistic that shows uh, a less amount of females are engaged in the planning process. But if you look at this, fifty one percent of the stock market wealth is controlled by women. So they may be fewer in numbers, but they're greater in the wealth. Yep. So they delegate a lot of it too, you right. know. So to John, they'll delegate that capability. They say, "Hey, you know, either I teach or I nurse or I do whatever. I'm going to let you know him take that over and and manage that." And so, not a good choice because again, collaborative is probably the best. I think God gave us that gift of right. each other, right? Exactly. That we balance each other out. And I know, uh, you know, again, women's intuition a lot of times uh, would have helped me a lot in, yeah. in listening to my bride again with uh, with different. Well, it's uh, like one of the things that that, that you <clears throat> preach is asset allocation. So we're allocating the brain power on how this is invested. So I two, love that. two or two are better than one. That's a that's a great point. Yeah. Well, but then, you know, you look, unfortunately, a sad statistic is that, you know, you have roughly a 50 percent divorce rate right in the country. Right. And so. 
if that ends up happening, now, again, the woman is now uh, the CFO of the household, right, right? Right. And if she has not been engaging with an advisor or she has not been educating herself on all of this different lingo, like you just said, asset allocation and diversification and, um, you know, income planning and things like that. And so uh, making sure that they are, yeah, feel fully capable of, of filling those shoes is so important. Um, as the screen kind of shows there too. Absolutely, yeah, they live yeah. longer, right? right? And uh, so, yeah, we had there. You, you talked about it before that eighty percent of the women outlive live the the men in the in the relationship, and a woman's average life expectancy is five years longer than men. So that kind of underscores that as well. Yep. I mean, unfortunately, I think the uh, you know the pay gap is kind of shrinking, but I mean that's a sad statistic. They'll end up with a about a million less. Um, you know, again in retirement. Right. So. Yeah, a huge need just in doing this. And so this this stronger movement in educating women, engaging them, um, you know, like I said, even widows, right. uh, very sad statistics on widows. I think there'll be about a million more widows every year. So this baby boomer generation as, as it ages, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. As we say, they predecease. They're going to be uh, out there now. And the other sad part is uh, if you if you don't know, right? you're more susceptible then to being taken advantage of. Right, right. And unfortunately, again, where there's money and there's greed and motivation, uh, we see people, uh, again, move into that space right. and take advantage of people. Not only women, but men in, in, you know, whoever is, again, not capable of understanding certain types of investments and things. Yes, you could be. Uh, and we see that. We see that all the time. Very interesting. So how, do, how does your uh, firm connect with Strong Herb Money? Yep. So is it a referral basis? Do they just how does that work? I know you, you mentioned that they have other in, investment managers that they work with as well. Yeah. So uh, the knowledge base, again, we're sharing information back and forth about these uh, types of statistics and how you successfully engage. Uh, we collaborate with other advisors on things that they're doing mm -hmm. to increase the engagement and the success rate. Uh, so we, we do a lot of community events, uh, community education, um, where, again, we're bringing women in. And a lot of times we'll bring like a tax expert, uh, an estate planning expert, and we'll kind of collaborate together oh, in this good, whole thing. Yeah. And then we just kind of open it up. And it's usually fun. You know, we, we had... Uh, uh, chocolate and wine, I think the last time to who doesn't like chocolate? Oh, and exactly. Wine? Yeah. Uh, but just come in and, and hopefully uh, it, it, a lot a lot of it is question driven. What are the things that might intimidate you or what are the things that maybe you need more education on? Mm -hmm. Is it is it mutual funds? Is it exchange traded funds? Is it stocks? Is it, you know, planning? So we also know that uh, in through different stages of life, early, mid, late stages, they have different thoughts and different things that they're they concern about, right? With uh, with women, so um, yeah, just the the content, the collaboration with other advisors, and then what happens is if if women go to this site, this Stronger site that you actually see here, they can not only get knowledge base, but based on where they're engaging from, they could probably find an advisor that's fairly close to them. Okay. So they might say, wow, you know, this looks like a lot of information. I don't know if I could do this stuff on my own. I might want to engage a professional that could help me with tax or help me with estate planning. And so on there, there are ambassadors. And so if you were in the panhandle of Florida, you could find a Mark Dutrum who is an ambassador of Stronger Money. And then you could, you know, would give my contact information where you could call us up and set up a uh, an intro meeting or something like that. 
Very good. And you've done uh, locally, you've done uh, workshops or work groups where you've you've presented information and and you've hosted um, women focused uh, meetings. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, so we we know that. So sometimes, and especially with this whole COVID thing now, right? right. A lot of people, uh, you can do uh, Zoom meetings or more electronic type of meetings, but um, uh, I do like the face-to-face. You know, I, I oh, do yeah. like to engage and have an event where people come and do that. So, yes, we do that uh, on a quarterly basis uh, in different places. I, I teach at the college, uh, Northwest Florida State College, and it's a course that covers many different topics, you know, estate planning, tax planning, investment planning, things of that nature. And so we have, yes, uh, sometimes I'll call them maybe women are dragged there by their husbands <laughs> or maybe even wives drag their husbands there. But, um, you know, again, having these couples, because we know that. I mean, you, you're going to be better prepared if you plan and engage and take action and learning uh, different types of aspects of finance. Right. So the, the um, you know, we talked about emotional investment and that that is um, men <clears throat> men and women both suffer from from that so you know we see the the markets are are going up we see what's happened recently where uh, now we're talking inflation so it's uh it presents a whole nother challenge for the financial manager to make sure that they're advising their clients correctly on on what to do where to put their money so i, I know, know that i know yeah. your firm is very active in that too and and shift as the as the markets and the the things shift in the market you make changes as well I think, you know, whether you're a man or a woman, having uh, uh, some objective advice in investing uh, is successful. And the reason is because, like I said, we, all these different biases that we have, cognitive dissonance bias, right. we're getting with terminology, oh, yeah. confirmation bias, things of that nature. We tend to be emotionally driven, especially when when it's involving money, right, right, and finances. We know that we feel losses twice as bad as we feel gains, right? right. <laughs> and so what happens is, and again, particularly like we said, a woman, if you're more emotional about investing in money and things of that nature, you're more likely then to uh, you know, invest in a way that may not be in your best benefit. So I think having objectives, somebody can actually step back and say, all right, what are we feeling right now? Is that real? You know, what's the likelihood of this scenario that you think is going to play out? And then how are our investments, you know, managed? Right. And so we know that individuals, uh, you know, the stock market averages about eight to 10 percent a year over any time period that you look at, which is actually pretty good. Yeah, right? it is. But then you look at the individual investor and their average rate of return over the past 20 years is about three percent. Wow. So why is that? And the reason is, again, we tend to be like right now, as you know, people are throwing money at you and trying to add to the market because the market's been fantastic. Right, right. And uh, but we also know the market is very expensive right now. Yeah, it is. And it's uh, if you haven't watched the the video earlier that we did with Mark, go back and watch that because he he really provides a good framework for the objective investing and uh, breaks it up into the five year increments and. It's even though the market may be scary right now, it may seem frothy and that it's it's about to collapse. There's still appropriate investments given the time of the market right now. So don't be afraid of that. Make sure that you consult with with professionals when you're entering the market now, especially. And it really this time of the market, this is probably every you probably hear this all the time, but there's never a wrong time not to have an investor. You always uh, investment advisor. You always want to have somebody professionally advising you on what to invest 
because the market can always take a turn that you don't expect. I mean, 87% of high net worth uh, people have an advisor. Why would they do that? Again, because things can get complicated, right? They, uh, again, want to make sure that they are good stewards of the assets that they have, right? And then, uh, like, there are things that we buy that you could not buy on your own, right? And so it kind of opens up an entirely different world. And then, as we talked about on the show, we have technology that can either stress test and um, and and again, a great thing with women. Women like to see some type of. They want to know where they are in in the process. Am I on track? Right. Yeah, right. And so we have ways of showing Monte Carlo simulations where we do a thousand random sampling of events that would tell them, Hey, yes, you're either on track, or these are some of the things that you need to do now, because as we know, time is one of our great uh, friends in in uh, what we call, you know, again. Uh, um, the market equalizing out. Yeah, well, I, mean, I just say, what what do banks love? Banks love capitalized oh, yeah. uh, or compounding. Right, right? compounding. So the, that's my right. word I'm looking So as you're, you know, compounding over time, the earlier you do that, the the so even in my class, I love to see young women come in there, right? Or young men that are now going to start applying some of these principles early. Right. Because the greater you can do that, um, yeah, you, you'll have just a... And Tom takes out all of those ups and downs in the market as well. It tends to level out and see a, a nice path up in the market. So Tom Tom does that. So if It you look is at a great our, mitigator of risk, isn't it? It is. It yep. is. So, uh, yeah, and it's... Uh, you know, the other thing about the if you have the couple that you're providing that advice to, maybe the maybe the uh, scenario that I've seen before is the the man becomes emotional because he has a connection with the male advisor and the the female is providing the objective. Well, let's look at this. What do the numbers say? So it, I've seen it work that way as well. So, I agree. Yeah. I so definitely go agree. back to <laughs> let's put the two heads together and you'll get a better result in the end. Yep. God gave us each other because we think differently. We're emotionally driven by different things. And, uh, yeah, I mean, a great uh, counterbalance. I often make jokes about it. A lot of times with guys, uh, you know, when they get to the end of life, if they can skid into the end zone with a pair of jeans on, they're happy, right? right? <laughs> I, I did it right. You know, yeah. I, I, I spent what I made, and I was happy. Women are not that way. You know, they, they want to leave an inheritance for the next generation. They want to be a blessing to their children. And that's a good balance, right? Absolutely. Um, especially when you don't know when you're going to pass away. <laughs> exactly. None of us know. So uh, be right with with uh, your Savior. So, Mark, this has been a great show, great ending to the show as well. So uh, be right. Be be prepared for whenever that happens. So, you know, it's it's uh, we're promised two things, death and taxes. So be, <laughs> be prepared for both of those. <laughs> so you true. got that information in this show today. What a great show. Mark Dutram, thank you so much. It's uh, been a pleasure. We've learned a lot about your practice, how you how you have customized your practice to uh, really cater to a special niche. And that's that's female investors. So thank you so much for that. Thank you for what you do in the community. You've been watching Answers That Count. I'm your host, Charles Musgrove. Have a great day. Have a great week. Peace.